Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Hey, Randy, I'll tell you, you know, a lot of people, they work hard for their wealth. They want to maximize their health and uh, just enjoy life in general. And each and every week, folks, that's what we talk about. We got a lot of special guests coming on throughout the weeks and years and uh, shared a lot of insight. I know we've gotten a lot of interaction from you, the listeners, so we appreciate that. For those of you that are first-time listeners, welcome into the show. We got a great guest coming up today, actually uh, the GM and marketing manager for Ferrari of Palm Beach, talking about some great stories there, Randy. We're also going to be talking about markets, some other things that folks you're not going to want to miss. We are we are moving into uncertain times in a lot of ways, and uh, I think there's going to be a lot of things happening. We're also going to mention a little bit, you know, Randy, a little while back, I interviewed uh, Sammy Hagar, which is obviously... Uh, uh, the Red Rocker or the lead singer for Van Halen back in the day talking about his car and what we did there. But if you're a first time listener, thanks for joining us. If you're a consistent listener, we appreciate you. And, and at any point in time, you can head to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. And you'll have the opportunity to check us out a little bit, what we do as we help families protect, grow, reduce taxes on their wealth. But also when you click on the radio media tab, you're going to be able to listen to some of the previous shows and learn about that as well. You know, Randy, I'll tell you, that, that interview we had a couple weeks ago with Chicago was just a great interview, the band. I mean, just what what a great group, good guys, sharing their stories, and it's just been fun to be able to have some of these guests on. And I have my tickets. I'm going to go see them very, very soon, <laughs> a couple of weeks. So we saw them once. I'm going to go see them again. I can't You're wait. You're going again, baby. I am going again. It was worth the price of admission a second time. So there you I go. encourage anybody who is has the opportunity to make sure you go see them this summer. Chicago on tour with the Doobie Brothers. Well, Michael, one of the things that I know that people listen to a show like this for mm. is mm. they're looking for something new. Uh, they may have a financial advisor in their life, or maybe they don't, or maybe they're kind of doing things themselves and they listen because they want us to know, is there something else out there that I'm missing? And this is something that you're constantly uncovering, is finding new things out there. So what do we have for people and what stories do you have that people are finding new things? Well, I'll tell you, we have, we're, we're finding new things all the time. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons, Randy, that's the case, I was just in California for about three days and we have a connection uh, with a group that uh, has the opportunity where we, you know, obviously as an independent firm, we can we can bring anything to the table for clients that they want. And there's a lot of different things out there. There's some new managed futures accounts. There's some, some and I say new, uh, it's things that we're bringing on. These have been around. They're vetted. They're tested. Really, really kicking some nice returns. You know, I was looking at a at a, a manager, and because I look at ourselves in a lot of ways, Randy, is we are the quarterback. I can't do everything, right? Mm-hmm. So our job is to go out and vet and find the right things that we can bring together as we customize. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later, folks, as you may want to buy your Ferrari down the road. 
uh, or maybe upgrade to another one and get two or three more in the garage. As you customize your Ferrari, we similarly customize the portfolio. And so one of the managers, Randy, we were looking at, they have just done a phenomenal job. You know, as an example, they've averaged almost 19% a year uh, net to the client over the last six years or so, seven years almost. And what's interesting is, is when I take a look at the 2015 year, that was a pretty choppy year in the market for a lot of people. In fact, Randy Warren Buffett in 2015, Berkshire Hathaway, they were down about 11.5% uh, themselves that year, roughly, uh, at least, you know, uh, Buffett was. And these guys were upwards of uh, almost 20 so, I mean, they've really, really done a great job. And the cool thing is, is they're investing on a monthly basis. They're in a situation where uh, it doesn't necessarily matter whether the market's up or down. It matters that the market is moving. And one of the things that we know is the market always does move. Obviously, there's different trends, upward trend, downward trend. But then even in the sideways trend, which, you know, if we go back and we look at markets, Randy, from 20, 2000 to 2010, sideways trend, the markets were still moving. So, you know, it's like paying attention to what's going on. It's almost like our kids. You know, they're, they're always moving, Randy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this morning I woke up and uh, Justice, Joel, uh, JL, Cyrus, I mean, these guys are early risers. They're up. They're ready to go. They want to have fun. They're moving all the time. So, you know, from time to time I got to... Uh, say, guys, stay in bed. <laughs> and if you're out there, folks, you're listening to this, you got a bunch of kids uh, or you have grandkids, you know what I'm talking about. The level of energy for these kids are crazy, but it's a lot of fun at the same time. And that's, I think, that what we see, too, is in the investment world, as we really look to create these custom portfolios, you know, whether it's using the alternative space. This is something that a lot of people aren't, aren't utilizing. They should be. The Harvard and Yale endowment model and the household endowment model is something else that we will use for our families that we help manage, protect, and grow uh, their wealth, reduce taxes, and all the rest. But these, these models are such where we're looking at spaces uh, that we, we want to enter in that you're just not getting in a lot of the big house stuff. You know, a lot of it's just not available. It's not in the platform because they're so large that sometimes they just can't bring some of these things in the platform. It's, it's more uh, cumbersome to get it in. So that, that's, that's some of the things that we're always looking, as you know, Randy, for new things to add into the portfolio that align, by the way, with what we're trying to achieve. We know that when we work with a portfolio, here's here's the underlying crux, Randy. Most of the clients we work with, they're in a place where they've grown their wealth. Their number one goal is asset pres- preservation, asset protection. So that is the focus. And folks, there's some indicators that we've seen, ding, 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 if you're not paying attention in the markets right now, there's some indicators we've been looking at. We've been talking with and interacting with some of the top analysts in the country. Here's what I can tell you. There's some indicators specifically that if they happen at least three months in a row, we find ourselves as a market in recession anywhere between in a year to a year and a half. Well, these indicators we've seen, Randy, have actually happened about five months in a row. Mm-hmm. So does that mean we're going to be in recession times in about a year to a year and a half? There's a high probability. Will that happen for sure? We don't know. But what I can tell you is we want to make sure that anything we bring to the table has a very high probability of success Uh, regardless of what happens to the overall market structure. That's the key. There is no just hang around. We're in for none of that philosophy here. We're going to be in a place where we're going to bring things to the table that obviously we're not going to be perfect all the time, Randy, but we're going to be looking at things, again, that give us high probabilities of success. That's the key. 
You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. You want to look us up online? Great website, leanonthewall.com. Leanonthewall.com. Down at the bottom of the page, there's something there that says request my review. And what that is, is a private wealth review. Michael and his team sit down with you and give you kind of an evaluation of where you are right now. And as you give us a call on the show and say, hey, Michael, I heard you talking about this. And I'm kind of interested of, of your thoughts on that. I want to find out a little bit more. Michael, why don't you walk through that a little bit? What is the evaluation process of the private wealth review? Well, the private wealth review, Randy, is really um, initially it's just it's it's an initial connection, right? Because first thing we got to determine is are we the right fit one to another? And sometimes personality has a lot to do with that, right? I mean, if people are listening uh, consistently, then they probably know personality wise that we maybe we're on the same page. But we have to determine that ourselves as a firm. So that's the first thing. The second thing is we're going to do an in-depth analysis. We have our team really run reports and do an in-depth analysis based on how much is necessary of you know a family or a client's current portfolio. So what they're currently doing, and we want to talk through some of the concerns. You know how, how much volatility have they seen in their portfolio? Uh, how much tax strategy have they seen in their portfolio? All of these sorts of things. You know what kind of money have they did they lose in two thousand and eight? And, and what changes have they taken to protect against that for the next time? So those are the, some of the things we're going to dive into in the portfolio. The team's going to dive in. We're going to look at cost and risk if it's necessary. Uh, and then we're going to talk about, you know, overall new ideas and strategy. We get into uh, basically things as we determine now, okay, you know what? There is some issues here. There's some problems here that need fixed. Here's what they are. Uh, let's talk about what some ideas might be to fix those issues that you currently have in your portfolio. Randy, we really guide people in a situation where we're helping them to see that they are the CEO of their portfolio. And there's a lot of things that they need to discuss. So private wealth review is diving in specifically. It's a very tailored process. It's very boutique. We don't show up to the table with a spreadsheet of here's what you could do. Because I don't know what this person's needs are uh, or, or the wants are initially. It's just like, you know, we're going to talk a little later in the show, Randy, about uh, Ferrari uh, with the GM, Jay, and Noel and talking about how you buy a Ferrari and how when you come in, there's a lot of processes to customize that car specifically to you. And we do the same thing when we, when we look at someone's wealth. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. We mentioned the private wealth review. As you've listened to the show and you got to know Michael and you learn about his process and you say, you know what, I think I would like to sit down and talk with Michael. Here's how to do that. You can look at our website, which is leanonthewall.com. Down at the bottom of the page, it says request my review. When you click on that, it'll open up a window there. You can write down just a couple of phrases there and we'll get in contact with you. You can also give us a call at 888-511-WALL, 888-511-925. Five, five. We're going to take a short break, and then when we come back, one of the things that we've noticed out there, for those of you who do have an advisor using one of the big box stores, there's a little bit of a warning that we have for you that we found. You've probably heard about this fiduciary ruling, and Michael has talked extensively about that in past programs. You may encounter what we're going to talk about next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall.
I'm Carolyn Ryan, a financial correspondent. And I'm Michael Wall, a financial author, advisor, and radio show host. You know, Michael's one of the area's leading financial advisors, and every Sunday morning, I get to interview him about things like Social Security, the stock market, and how to plan for retirement. You'll walk away with financial news and retirement tips you can apply to your own life. Watch the Sunday Morning Money Report every Sunday right before the CBS Sunday Morning News at 8.58. See you then. Worried about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place? I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies, radio show host, and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want the average investor to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. And welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online, leanonthewall.com, or give Michael a call, 888-511-WALL. Go to the website, you'll see that Michael's written a book called Retire Once, Retire Well. We're in our second edition now. You can see a little bit more about that. You've also seen Michael on Fox Business, CNBC, Bloomberg, a lot of different places published, and we would love to have the opportunity to talk to you. Again, find us at leanonthewall.com. Well, Michael, a story from my life here that I thought I would bring to the show. I'm always looking for things to talk about to you, and I said, I got to talk to Michael about that. All right, so I have a friend, really good friend, who came to me and said, okay, here's what's going on with my brother. And he is with one of the big box stores, okay? Like the, the Edward Jones, the Merrill Lynch. I don't know which one it is, but you know what I'm talking about here. And so they talked to him about the new fiduciary rule, and that is working in your own best interest. And they looked at him and says, now that we're fiduciary, we need to make sure you're better diversified. We don't see that you're diversified enough. So they told him he had to move from this position to this position and this position to that position. Well, when he looked into it a little bit, Michael, he found out that the positions that he was moving out of, they all had what is called a back-end load. In other words, he had to pay to get out. And then the mm. positions they were putting him in had a front-end load, so he had to pay to get in. <laughs> so those guys were getting paid to get out and get paid to get in. They were getting paid all over the place, and that was supposed to be their idea of a, being a fiduciary. I said, Michael's got to know about this. Have you heard of this before? You know, Randy, I have. And I tell you, this is, this is really where the water gets muddy for consumers, and it's a shame. It shouldn't be this way. And you know, Randy, the, the thing you got to ask yourself is this. You're like, wait a minute. Okay, so I'm sitting here with my advisor, right? And Randy, in, in your situation, that question, your friend, I think a question you, he's got to ask himself is, okay, so you're telling me that I'm not diversified, right? Uh, I'm not diversified enough. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what you, that's what you said, right, Randy? Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Okay, so he's not diversified enough. Um, and so uh, the first thing you got to think again is it, now it, it, it took the fiduciary role for you to say we need to be more diversified. So that's the first red flag for me, right? Number one. Why wasn't I diversified enough in the beginning? Why weren't you Wait. servicing me like that at the beginning? That's the point. So in other words, okay, so now I'm with someone that I can't be sure that they're diversifying me well enough uh, without a role change. That's a that's the number one problem for me, and that and that's a serious problem because because listen, you know, Randy, you want your advisor or your firm that you're working with 
You want them to be proactive, mm-hmm. not reactive. Okay. The other thing is you were you were talking about, and you said, "Help me again with this, Randy." So they paid fees on the way out, and they paid fees coming in. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, where he had to sell to get out, and he had to buy something else to get in. He got paid on those guys got paid on both ends. Yeah. So so what's interesting here is now if the advisor is acting as a fiduciary, okay, here's basically what that means. Now a lot of times from the fiduciary perspective, you're charging a fee for assets under management, but a lot of people don't know that the fact that a lot of brokers are. Uh, jointly registered, meaning they have the ability to charge fees and they have the ability to charge a commission or, or get paid a commission. So now there might be some double or potentially even triple dipping from the advisor or the firm going on. Because as you said, if they're selling and, they're, and there's a commission and they're buying and there's a commission and they're a fiduciary, now they're also charging a fee. <laughs> That's three times. Are oh, you with God. me there? Yes. So from that perspective, <laughs> wow. uh, I don't know that I would feel comfortable with that, that this person is really doing what's in the best interest for me. The other thing is it becomes challenging uh, for the consumer, Randy, because they're saying, okay, well, if, if, if every time I sell something and every time I buy something, there's a commission being made, how do I really know that when something is being uh, sold or bought, they're doing it for the best interest of me as opposed to being in a situation where they're, they're doing it just to make money? Mm-hmm. And that's a big, big problem. So I guess my answer to that, Randy, from my perspective initially is if I'm talking to your friend, I'll tell you what I'm telling them right away is I'm saying, you know, if I'm you, I'm probably shopping for another another person to help me with my wealth. Right. And the reason is because I want someone that's proactive. It's not about, well, you know, yeah, it happened. No, no. Listen, they're in that system. They're in the big box system. And that becomes challenging, Randy, when you look at the big box system in a lot of ways. In my opinion, I think where some of the flaws comes in is even what's availability, the opportunity to, to uh, what they can offer investment-wise. Here's what I mean by that. So let's say you're in a place where you go to Costco or you go to Sam's Club, okay? And you go and buy something. Well, you know those are big box stores. They're large stores. And a lot of these larger financial institutions, they have the ability as well to buy things in bulk, okay? So now they're in a situation where they're saying, okay, we're buying things in bulk. The problem is, you know, they have all of these services. You know, we can also be your bank. We can be this. We can be that and try and make it nice and simple and easy for clients. But when you look at actually managing money and, and being and having a bank to have a savings account or other things in general, those are two different things. And when you're on the, let's say you're out in the water. We live in South Florida here and you're out in the water. A lot of people out in the boat. We don't have too many icebergs here, Randy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you did have an iceberg, the question that I got to ask you is, would you rather be in the Titanic or would you rather be in a speedboat? Well, that's kind of, I mean, it should be a no-brainer, right? I mean, the speedboat can reposition, change, and move much, much faster. And so similarly, let's say, let's say, we'll just pick Costco as an example. Let's say Costco, with all of their stores, has something on the shelf that they offer to their customers. And they decide as a group that they want to get rid of all of this item for all of their stores. Well, that's quite a big process, it's got to go through management, senior level management, executives, and everybody else for them to make that final decision. Well, let's say there's a, let's say there's a very well-to-do boutique shop that also offers similar products, but they decide that they want to go ahead and get rid of this product and add a new product to their store. 
Well, it's not that quite of a complicated process because they don't have to go through all of the channels. That's one of the differences, I think, when people look at a boutique uh, firm, which is how we operate, versus some of the larger firms. We have the ability, like a speedboat, to reposition quickly because we don't, we're not so large in scale uh, that we have to worry about all of these ramifications for the markets, number one, and number two, all these levels of, of executives, number, number three. So we're in a place where because we're boutique, we can have and really offer anything that exists in the marketplace today. As you know, Randy, we talked last segment about alternatives and some of the different things there that we've seen that have performed very, very well. You know, Randy, as an example, there's a fun course we talked last segment about a uh, an options fund that's done a great job, great returns. But at the end of the day, there's, there's something here. It's kind of a steady eddy. It's done a great job. Now, these are for accredited investors only, very important. But it, it, it to the consumer depending on, on the process of how they get in, anywhere between 8 to 8.5% annually net to the consumer, just like clockwork kicking out, right? So if somebody that wants income, it's a great play. Five-year deal, you know, you put your money in, you get your money back in five years and everything else. And obviously, like anything else, folks, there's, there's elements of risk to things. And it is, again, for accredited investors only. But some of these investment structures, you may not necessarily see on some of these larger platforms, big house stores. And the reason is because they don't have the time and effort to go out and, and be researching all of these different things. And their levels of uh, processes of, to go through to get some of the stuff on the platform can be really company changing in a lot of ways. So what we've done is we do a lot of research. We have other companies that we solicit with, we connect with that do research as well uh, that help us find these things. I found over the years, Randy, a lot of people in the investment space don't know what they want. A lot of times because they don't fully know what's available. They end up finding themselves making decisions with investments, tax savings, uh, asset protection, all of this stuff. Uh, that they're in a situation where they're, they're, they're just making decisions. All they can do is make decisions is what's in front of them at the time. And unfortunately, a lot of the things that are in front of them when it comes to conversation, when it comes to print that they read, when it comes to things offered by their current advisors, when it comes to you know things that they see on TV are all centered around Wall Street driven ideas. And there's a lot of things out there that are not Wall Street driven ideas that are actually very good as well. So it's the idea again, Randy, that a lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. We've been doing this for 16 years and helping people in a variety of different ways. And I've again, that's what I found as as a kind of being a constant. So your friend that you're talking about, big house, you know, commission in, commission out, fiduciary, all this stuff. Boy, my suggestion to them would be, hey, red, big red flag. We got to have a serious conversation, and that conversation might even lead to the fact that they shop and and, and work with someone else. This is uh, one of the situations that you might be in for, and if it is, we've kind of alerted you to it. Might want to sit down and talk about it and at least ask some more questions if you're confronted with something like that. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Give us a call, 888-511-WALL. We offer the private wealth review. It's an evaluation of where you are right now. Are you a good fit for Michael, or is Michael a good fit for you? Let's find that out first. Let's find out if... 
Michael can help you with some of these ideas that we presented here on the program today. Again, leanonthewall.com is where you can find us online or 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255. Well, have you always dreamed about having a Ferrari, driving a Ferrari, or maybe you have one in your garage right now and you're looking for your next one? Well, let us introduce you to the people who can make that happen. Jay and Noel Yeomans from Ferrari Palm Beach are going to be our guests coming up next. We'll talk a little bit about the experience of being a Ferrari owner. That's next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. It's a beautiful day. Are you concerned with all of the uncertainty that's happening with our country today and how it can affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies and the host of the Wealth and Health Radio Show. I've written a simple, easy-to-read book that can help you cut through the nonsense in the financial world, as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions and how to be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com. Again, that's retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy. I'm Carolyn Ryan, a financial correspondent. And I'm Michael Wall, a financial author, advisor, and radio show host. You know, Michael's one of the area's leading financial advisors, and every Sunday morning, I get to interview him about things like Social Security, the stock market, and how to plan for retirement. You'll walk away with financial news and retirement tips you can apply to your own life. Watch the Sunday Morning Money Report every Sunday right before the CBS Sunday Morning News at 8.58. See you then. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. And welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online at leanonthewall.com. Well, you follow us on Facebook, you listen to the show, and we've talked recently about how Michael was over at Ferrari of West Palm Beach. And Michael spoke over there to a number of people. Maybe you were there. You probably saw it on Facebook. Well, we have brought in today the general manager of Ferrari Palm Beach and the marketing manager as well, Jay and Noel Yeomans. And there is a common last name there, so we'll get into that just a little bit here. But welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So yeah, hey, Jay and Noel, glad to have you guys here. Obviously, not the first time we've connected, but uh, you know, obviously, Ferrari's been kind of a boutique brand, kind of an exclusive brand over the years. And uh, Jay, how did you decide that you kind of wanted to step into the scene, work with Ferrari, and kind of be a part of that? Was it always, I've always liked cars from a, from a little guy, and is it that kind of a story, or how did that all work for you? That's an interesting question. I grew up near a place called Lime Rock, which is in Connecticut, and it's a notable road course in southern New England. Normally, um, as I was growing up, Memorial Day weekend was like the big race there for the year, and they'd have professional teams that come in. Right around the late 80s, the the whole series changed ownership, became what was called World Sports Car, and that's when um, the Ferrari 333 SP came out, which was an open cockpit um, prototype race car. And I can remember seeing a race there one weekend when they had changed to the new series. And there was this uh, there's this part of the track called the downhill. And there's a corner. They come down this hill and, and around the corner and down the main straightaway. And, of course, this Ferrari was leading the pack. And um, <laughs> when I first saw the car, it just completely uh, blew me away. It was just like it seemed like a spaceship. It was surreal. Yeah. And um, as it came into the first corner called Big Bend, you know, the, it was you know downshifting and hard braking the brakes were glowing and and uh, flames coming out of the back of the thing and it was <laughs> just absolutely incredible and uh that car won many uh champion road course uh championships over the next few years with mm. 
a lot of noteworthy drivers. And I also had a relative, my uncle, um, on my father's side. He drove a TR3 there against uh, Bob Sharp, who was a, a noteworthy team owner. Um, and his son actually now is a, is a professional driver. Wow. In, um, in what was the American Le Mans series. Now I believe he drives in the World Endurance Championship, also known as WEC. And those are prototype cars, so kind of a long history paul newman drove for bob sharp um so i I never knew that yeah yep wow that's pretty cool yeah so that was all you know right in my backyard and i guess that's kind of how i got into got in your cars and motorsports and um have you ever raced i i have actually um so at lime rock was a home of a of a driving school called uh the skip barber racing school Mm -hmm. and i've heard of that yeah and one of my employers gave me um as a as a reward the racing school, there was a couple of different schools. He gave me the basically the full package. By the end of the second day, I mean, it was like, you know, it was like a serious drug. I was so <laughs> hooked. It was, wasn't even funny. You were on point. Oh, man. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. And I drove for three summers after that. Wow. Um, and, uh, well, that's cool. So that kind of, it got in your blood at a young age, yeah. or a younger age, I guess. And then it just evolution came. And now you're the GM of uh, Ferrari West Palm. Obviously, Noel's here joining us as well. It just so happens you guys are uh, married, right? Which right. is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, marketing manager. What do you see as you're out there kind of in the world marketing? You know, again, there's a lot of different brands, whether it be Lamborghini or whether it be, you know, I mean, there's a lot we could name here. But at the end of the day, what do you see that really kind of sets Ferrari in a lot of ways apart or some of the differences that you see from the perspective of marketing and how brands market themselves and how you guys have been able to kind of penetrate well the type of people you're trying to connect with? Um, great question, because with Ferrari, it's such a unique brand that, you know, it's very exclusive. So we don't, you know, market and advertise to the masses. We don't do a lot of traditional marketing, such as, you know, billboards, commercials. Um, we really focus on more intimate events, not large scale, big car shows. It's really about the quality of our audience instead of the quantity. So you really have to hone in on that and kind of focus um, on that particular client that you're targeting. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, obviously, you know, not everybody can, uh, number one, afford a Ferrari. Uh, and number two, you know, sometimes when you have that exclusive group, it kind of makes it a little bit more fun too, right? Because you have people that have, I don't want to say similar stories, but have similar experiences in life, whether they're business owners or successful in different ways. And, you know, there's just a lot of things and a lot of commonalities that you can share. Um, Jay, let me ask you this question. In relation to... Um, the race team and things like that. I know you guys uh, kind of have a, kind of a big focus on the race team and things in general, drivers and and maybe Noel, this is your question. I don't know. You can pivot if you want, Jay. But what what would you say as far as those listening out there right now? Let's say they're a Ferrari owner uh, or a prospective Ferrari owner or just someone that's a general you know enthusiast. What does that look like as far as the race team? Kind of what are the kind of the behind the curtains there as far as somebody to be involved. Um, that's listening, maybe. Yeah, um, that's kind of funny that uh, ties into, you know, how I grew up um, and this whole Skip Barber thing. So uh, Ferrari North America and Ferrari in general has what's called a a series called the Ferrari Challenge. And I mentioned I I drove with Skip Barber. So even with like Skip Barber or some other driving schools, you can actually rent a car from them and then you you have all these series of race weekends throughout the year that you can participate in. Okay. Um, So what Ferrari... And is that all over the... Uh, all over the country, the world, or is there like one location? So um, Ferrari has each region. So there's Asia, you know, then there's Europe, um, 
than North America, of course. Mm -hmm. So Ferrari has what's called the Ferrari Challenge, and that is specific for Ferrari owners. But you don't rent the car. What it is is you uh, you would buy the race car. So if you're passionate about racing um, and are uh, interested in Ferrari or you're a Ferrari owner, you can really get yourself involved in the racing program. Uh, what happens is, is you buy the car. Uh, we would manage it for you. Um, you pay an entry fee to be in the series uh, for to Ferrari North America. There are six races in the U.S. this year. Generally, there's six or seven races. It's really kind of a elite kind of or or exclusive club, mm-hmm. you know, because you're. Um, it's not an inexpensive hobby, uh, mm-hmm. but it is a hobby, and mm-hmm. you go out and race all over the country in Canada or the various tracks in the U.S. And you know, you're with like-minded people and people that have shared the same successes and the same interests. As you, you know, most of those people are, you know, entrepreneurs. The vast majority of them are entrepreneurs or people mm. that have built businesses and companies. Um, and, um, you know, it's it's kind of a great way to get together with these people that are, you know, passionate about driving, passionate about Ferrari, mm-hmm. um, into racing. But it's not, uh, you know, it's not the Daytona 500 or, you know, uh, Monaco or right. anything like that. Where it's, it's a everybody. gentleman's, yeah, yeah. It's a gentleman's race. You're not out there to, mm-hmm. you know, swap paint and put somebody into the wall and all this. It's <laughs> not what it's about. You know, right. it's about going out, having fun. And yeah. It's really just to win a trophy mm. um, or two if you're lucky, and uh, pat on the back and camaraderie and having a lot of fun and enjoying the fruits of your labor. Really, is what it comes down to. Yeah, you've worked hard, enjoy Work it really hard. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Well, folks, we're gonna we got to cut to a break, but we're gonna come back right after this. And when we come back with Jay and Noel Yeomans, we're gonna be talking about some new things that Ferrari's got coming out: the A12 Superfast, as well as uh, just some other really cool things that are gonna be happening here locally and around the world. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Worried about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place? I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies, radio show host, and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want the average investor to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now. I'm Carolyn Ryan, a financial correspondent. And I'm Michael Wall, a financial author, advisor, and radio show host. You know, Michael's one of the area's leading financial advisors, and every Sunday morning, I get to interview him about things like Social Security, the stock market, and how to plan for retirement. You'll walk away with financial news and retirement tips you can apply to your own life. Watch the Sunday Morning Money Report every Sunday right before the CBS Sunday Morning News at 8.58. See you then. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. And welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online, leanonthewall.com. And we're in studio today with Jay and Noel Yeomans from Ferrari Palm Beach. Michael's been over there as a speaker, and uh, we hope you visit as well. And guys, just a quick question here. We talk about on this show, people have dreams in their retirement years. They have dreams of things that they want to do, and Michael helps people make that happen. So I would imagine there are people that walk into your showroom and have all 
always had a dream of owning a Ferrari. So how satisfying it is it to make that dream come true? What sort of looks on people's faces do you have when they drive that Ferrari for the first time? And also, how do you continue to foster that dream as a Ferrari owner as you as you continue to service those folks? Wow, that's a, that's a really great question. I mean, it's always rewarding to see somebody um, you know, that share, share their life experiences. And, you know, as I said earlier in the program, a lot of our customers are entrepreneurs. Um, we've had, you know, many people that, you know, have come from, you know, very, very um, simple means, so to speak, and uh, have worked hard. And, and now they, they get to experience the fruits of their labor and to help them, mm-hmm. guide them through the process. You know, uh, one of the things that's neat about Ferrari is um, you can't really just walk into the showroom and buy a brand new Ferrari. Um, they're all pre-sold and pre-ordered. So helping a customer uh, through that process, um, letting them customize their vehicle, um, getting on the, what's called the configurator. They mm-hmm. And we have the samples of the fabrics and the leathers and the seats and the paint colors. Um, if you come to our showroom, you can see um, you know all the different color palettes and things like that. So it's a process, right? And just like they're success you know it's a process and and we try to help them and guide them through so they can enjoy that that success that they've had in life and really you know bring their passion and driving uh, to fruition through designing the car and you know picking out the stitching and the different colors etc so that's what makes it neat and then when the car finally comes in generally it takes about a year to a year and a half for their car to come in and when it comes in you know usually they're very excited uh you know they'll bring their spouse or friend along and you know, to see the look on their face. Big unveiling party, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of which yeah. is kind of cool, and I think that's kind of the cool part of the process. Jay is not is it, it's not just a transactional process. It's not just a hey, thanks for coming, thanks for buying this car, have a nice day. But it's really kind of entering a new family, right? For sure, for sure, absolutely. And as Noel said, you know, um, it really is a, about the lifestyle. You know, you can get involved in, in our race team and the Ferrari Challenge, or mm-hmm. you could take your spouse or your significant other out over to Italy as a Ferrari only mm-hmm. owner rather only Ferrari owners can do a tour of the factory. So wow, that's cool. now you have access to go on the factory tour and that's an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. You can actually go to their design center there in Marinello in Italy and design a, you know, a really special car if you wanted to. And then, you know, go over to Montana, which is a restaurant right near the track and have lunch, which is probably one of the most storied restaurants in all of Italy. It's, it's, mm-hmm. you know, filled with F1, uh, Ferrari F1 memorabilia from, you know, over many, many years and, you know, the photos of Michael Schumacher and helmets and all that. So um, there's the driving experiences. You can get exclusive passes to, you know, the paddock uh, for F1 races uh, here in Canada or the U.S., it is a lifestyle. Lo- yeah, it's not just of- a car. So this show is about investing. And, you know, you see people on TV every now and then, like a Jay Leno, who's got three garages worth of cars that he collects. How is Ferrari as far as an investment? If somebody is looking for those alternative investments, investing in cars, investing in Ferrari, how does that work? Is is that a good investment for people? Uh, that's a really interesting question. You know, the market goes up and down. Um, I would say first, if you're looking to, to seek advice for investing, you probably ought to call Michael before you invest <laughs> in a hunk of metal with, with, with four tires on it. <laughs> But that being said, um, there are some very collectible cars uh, in the Ferrari uh, brand. Um, generally, they're more of a, a you know the supercar type of car, the La Ferrari or Ferrari Enzo. There's the F40, the F50. Um, you know those cars, 275 four cam is an older car, or Cal Spider, 250 short wheelbase. 
Um, you know, some of these vintage cars that are out there, if you can find them at the right price, you really need to do your homework um, and do your research before you make the investment. But yeah, as kind of a long-term, you know, investment, or if you find one that's, that's you know, like a barn find type of thing and, mm-hmm. and can hang on to it, yeah, some but, people do make, make, make some money on them. Jay, let me ask you this, because that sparked a question. You know, I was out last, I think it was June, roughly, uh, with Sammy Hagar at his studio. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of had had a good time, looked at some stuff. He had the tops for Green Day there and other things. It was, it was really cool. But, um, you know, he's got, obviously, he loves cars. Jay Leno was just there a little mm-hmm. bit ago and, and looking at kind of going through stuff. And he, obviously, one of the things he wanted to show me was his LaFerrari, which is just a beautiful car. I know that's super exclusive. Talk just a minute about that as far as what that looks like in comparison to the traditional Ferrari. I mean, because that's kind of a step above even, isn't it? Well, that's a very limited production car. Obviously, it's it's what's called limited series car. And um, generally, those cars are reserved for uh, customers who have been very loyal to the brand, own more than, you know, four or five cars. Um, maybe they've been involved in racing over the years or uh, things like that. If they're known collectors, those, those are the people that, um, you know, they kind of get uh, Ferrari basically chooses those people. Preferential um, treatment. I wouldn't necessarily say preferential treatment, but you know they do know um, they they have a very smart business model and they they know what customers own what cars and um, if you're a collector, yeah, um, you have several cars, then you know and you're lucky enough to get one. It's an amazing, amazing automobile. I mean, the, the technology in that car is incredible. It is a hybrid car, also. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know it's a. Uh, electric yeah. and gas. He and was he started up and she, it was it was a beautiful car. Yeah, it really was. It's it's amazing. Very quick. Very very quick. You know, it's over nine hundred horsepower. Wow. And, and, uh, um, so I remember a couple years ago, you know, when I first drove to California, and I just I looked at and I just the technology in it. I was really surprised, you know, because I had driven a uh, I hate to say it, this is a this is the L word, a Lamborghini before, and I was totally blown away at how much more advanced the Ferrari's technology was. And I don't say that to dog the Lamborghini or the Lambo, whatever you want to say, but it just, it was, the technology was so much far advanced. And it seems like that's something they've really focused on. Well, that's one of the keys to, uh, I would say, the racing side of uh, the Ferrari business and Ferrari as a whole, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, going all the way back to Enzo. So, you know, they come up with these technologies and efficiencies or, you know what works best on the racetrack and what's what's won them you know world championships 16 times or mm-hmm. whatever and then that's translated over into uh you know the the private sector so to speak or you know uh, the road cars so yeah um and that's what makes it really exciting of course it's a handmade car as well so you know the the detail um you know the focus on technology and getting things right is, is certainly something that sets the brand apart from others. So Yeah, it's cool. So folks, if you've got a question about investing uh, in Ferraris or life or things in general, call, not Jay. <laughs> no, go to leanonthewall.com. We can, that's some of the things that we discuss and talk about in that whole uh, well, well-rounded approach. But um, one of the things that I will say, you talked a little bit about the A12. Mm-hmm. Super fast. So that's coming out. Uh, I know we have limited to what we can share there because Ferrari may kind of keeps that locked down. But mm-hmm. give a, give our listeners a little bit of an overview of what that looks like. Well, the car was unveiled at the Geneva Auto Show in March. And um, it is the next uh, evolution or generation of the 12-cylinder uh, sports coupe. And uh, 800 horsepower, 
Um, so it's not that fast. No, nah, it's yeah. not. <laughs> I think super fast is in the name, but yeah, it's really yeah. not that fast. <laughs> no, but it really is a, an amazing car. Mm. Um, you know, the F12 is its predecessor. That's mm. no longer um, available. It's not in production anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, this car will be coming out. Hopefully, uh, the first cars will arrive maybe the end of this year, early next year. Okay. Um, but it's a it's a grand touring car, though. It's not really a you know, sports coupe like the uh, 488. Mm-hmm. So it's designed to drive and right. go out and, you know, rip through the mountains or, yeah. you know, take it down to the keys or, or whatever. So it's really an amazing car. And, um, you know, it's we're excited to see it come out. So as far as working together, I was going to kind of talk about that. Is that is that challenging? I know, you know, when I started, so we're about 16 years in business. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I first started out, my wife and I worked together. Uh, I was one of those, you know, we started out of an apartment, 400 bucks a month, shared a desk. I mean, that was my story when we started, right? And I remember when I had, when I, we worked together, my wife, the, we really, it was good, but there was, it was challenging sometimes kind of working side by side. Do you see that as an issue or do you guys separate it enough that you can kind of each do your own thing and it's not, not an issue? And Jay gets you coffee every day and makes sure he puts the right treatment. <laughs> I think that's reversed. I think I'm getting him coffee. Oh, man. Okay. Well, you got to let me know when that happens. Okay. <laughs> I think being that we had a work relationship before a romantic relationship yeah. um, made the transition fairly easy because I knew, you know, his working habits, he knew, knew mm-hmm. mine. I think we complement one another and it's not difficult. It's, I think if anything, it's very seamless and, you know, it, it flows. I see Jay shaking his head, so he's got to concur there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, I don't know what to say. She, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we worked together before we had any kind of relationship for about yeah. three years, a little over three years. Huh. And, um, you know, it was strictly business. And um, but she was is a person that's a hardworking person, outgoing, um, you know, and that's hard to find whether you're probably in the financial world or, you know, even looking for help at, uh, you know, your lawn care business or whatever. I mean, uh, yeah. finding uh, good help, uh, people that are motivated, have the right attitude. Um, you know, it's tough to find. That's tough to find, and yeah, um, I'm kind of a workaholic, and yeah. you know, Noel was uh, was always outgoing and mm. you know proactive, mm-hmm. and um, like she said, we just kind of you know really worked well together. I mean, you know, and love that's it. About it. Well, you guys, I love the showroom down there. We're gonna we gotta kind of wrap the segment up here. It's a beautiful spot, and you know, we did the book there. Um, uh, we're gonna have a video that'll be sent out on that. I'll get that to you guys. Um, that was just a lot of fun. I think it was received well, and it's just the whole feel of it. And that's what I love you guys, you know, kind of doing boutique little things to kind of create experiences, right? Mm-hmm. And I love that. What do you think? I'll give you the last word, and you guys can either both chime in or one or the other, however you want to do that. What do you think sets you apart from maybe even other dealerships? For You know, there's dealerships all over the country. Obviously, each one's different, segmented. Um, and there's some things that I've seen, let me say, in your dealership that, for example, the one in uh, up north, I won't mention an area, it's just a little bit different. What do you think sets you guys apart? I think um, from a marketing standpoint, we really take a personalized approach. We really, you know, you mentioned family, and it's not just a customer. We all become a family when, you know, someone purchases a car from us, mm. and we engage them in that lifestyle. We get to know our clients, you know, what their likes are, what their hobbies are, so that I can really cater events um, towards that, you know, if I if I know we're doing a track event, I know which co- clients to call on that um, are really interested in track events. If we're doing something with art, you know, we know those customers out there that have art collections. So we really can fine tune and tailor events to you know fit their needs and their you know personalities. Mm-hmm. 
So really focusing beyond the sale, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Well, Jay and Noel, thanks again for joining us and uh, sharing your insight and thoughts. And uh, it's really cool you guys get to work as a team and you know a lot of neat things as a, as a couple together as well. So thanks for joining us. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Folks, if you're listening out there and you want to you wanna, uh, go ahead and order your next Ferrari, here's where you need to go. FerraripalmBeach.com. Again, FerraripalmBeach.com. And they'll walk you through that very boutique experience. Great people and a great team down there. But folks, we got to head to a commercial break and we will be back right after this. I'm Carolyn Ryan, a financial correspondent. And I'm Michael Wall, a financial author, advisor, and radio show host. You know, Michael's one of the area's leading financial advisors, and every Sunday morning, I get to interview him about things like Social Security, the stock market, and how to plan for retirement. You'll walk away with financial news and retirement tips you can apply to your own life. Watch the Sunday Morning Money Report every Sunday right before the CBS Sunday Morning News at 8.58. See you then. Worried about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place? I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies, radio show host, and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want the average investor to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. And welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online, leanonthewall.com. And Michael, you always bring some interesting guests into the program. I think Jay and Noel were very interesting, and I think that you have a lot in common with them. And it was, it, I was just thinking when he was talking about that experience of choosing that Ferrari and the customization and, and choosing the color and choosing the leather and choosing the stitching and choosing all of the different options that it would make it yours and your special Ferrari, I thought about you and I thought about the same thing, that the, the process that you go through of customizing that financial portfolio for people of making it very, very unique and individual. It's the same kind of a process, isn't it? It really is, Randy. And you know, it's it's interesting. I was I was glad to have them on. They're great people. They've become good friends. Uh, we really connected with them for two reasons. One is we're a customer. Second is, you know, I did the book signing there. We had a great job. And, um, you know, they've done work for us for a little while and, 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 you know, kind of great grew there. But you're right. Customization is key. And, and the idea in the financial realm is everybody wants to, as you said earlier in the show, find all the stuff, the little hidden nuggets out there and everything else. And there is no silver bullet, right? There is no silver bullet with your wealth. But it is making sure that you're in a situation where you're customizing and adding and always researching. And that's what I do. As a quarterback, you know, for clients, our job is really bringing these ideas to the table that a lot of times they're not going to be able to go out and find themselves. They don't have time to, nor do they know where to go a lot of times. So we're bringing these ideas into the table to help them customize a plan specifically. What, you know, what do we need to add into the table to reduce our taxes? What do we need to add into the table, uh, into the portfolio to uh, reduce our risk? 
you know, what if we could reduce our risk, uh, but increase our returns? And a lot of times we're able to do that. What if we can bring things into the portfolio and kind of little piece in that it is off market structured stuff where we're in a place where, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if the market goes up or down, we're going to have more of a steady eddy ride. Maybe what can we bring into the table where we don't lose any money? That's part of reducing risk. So all of these things are very, very important. And then what we do uh, in this process, Randy, is kind of say, okay, you know, what do you want just like when you're going into the Ferrari dealership, you know, whether it's a 430 or a California or the new, you know, A12 at some point in time coming out, what, what do you want? Uh, and then, and what type of stitching, what color of leather, what kind of what, and that's what we're looking at with the client. We're in a situation where we're saying, okay, what are you trying to achieve? And let's bring custom strategy to the table for you. That's probably going to be different than what you're used to, especially if you're, you know, with a big house store or, you know, that kind of a thing, big house firm, let's say, because we're going to be bringing some things to the table that you're probably not going to see before. And again, that's why I say all the time, a lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. Randy, I love this thought too. I've got to say no to the good so I can say yes to the best. And by the way, as far as investment strategy, that's part of my job is saying, okay, there might be some good things out there, but what else, what else is out there that's better? Continually looking and seeking for the better. And you see Ferrari do that in a lot of ways. They're coming out with new cars. They're coming out with new things. They're always striving to get better, to be the leaders of the race, you know, and so on and so forth. And we want to be in a situation for our clients uh, that we are, are striving to do the same things and always bringing new ideas to the table. And that's it. That's part of that custom process. So, Randy, I, I hope that answers your question. And folks, if you're listening out there and you're, you're tuning in, first off, I want to thank you again for listening. You got a question about what we do. You want a more custom process. You're worried about some of these indicators that are showing that markets potentially might be in recessionary times within a year to year and a half. You want to prepare for that. Give us a ring at 888-511-WALL. We'll sit down, see if we're the right fit. We may not be, but we might be the perfect fit. Get a second opinion and a private wealth review. Go to leanonthewall.com. If you missed some of the initial parts of the show or if you want to re-listen to the interview with uh, Jay and Noel from Ferrari, I know you'd enjoy that as well. And, and hey, listen, here's to living well and living with purpose to your next week. Add value to someone in life that you cannot add value back to you. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. The information covered today is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice. It cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. You are encouraged to consult your tax attorney or advisor. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Riders may be available at an additional cost. Products and features may vary from state to state. For full details on how life insurance works, including fees, expenses, and costs, contact our office at 888-511-WALL.